Well, hello, my little holiday elves, and Merry Christmas, and welcome back to our annual five days of Giftmas shows. That's right. It's our own little daily advent calendar counting down the days to Christmas Eve. Each day for the next five days, we'll be releasing some bite-sized episodes for you to enjoy, maybe as you wrap your last gifts, or maybe you decide to pay a ton of money for two-day shipping like I had to, or maybe you're like going over your list and checking it twice to make sure you did not forget someone, but chances are we always do, so that's just how it happens. Anyway, just a reminder that our show is not intended for younger listeners, so you might need to wait until you have some private time to listen, Um, but, uh, you know, make sure you grab a holiday cocktail and let's open our first window of our own little advent calendar. Our first gift this week is a five-minute festive fun fact full of prizes, if you're strong enough to open it. In this episode, we are talking about the tradition of the Christmas piñata. You know, last year was really the first year I truly had ever heard of having a piñata at Christmas. One, because of one of my students in uh, one of my classes, let me know that that's been her family's tradition for many years um, while they were in Mexico. And two, I was reminded of it when watching Pee-wee's Playhouse Christmas special last year with with Pee-wee's ridiculously sexy friend, Ricardo. And uh, Ricardo told Pee-wee all about it. Children in Mexico celebrate Christmas by breaking the piñata. You get to break things for Christmas? Look, Pee-wee. I hung a piñata from the ceiling of the playhouse. It's filled with sweets and toys. How are we going to get it down? Well, that's the fun part, Pee-wee. I'm going to blindfold you, and then you're going to try to break it open with this stick. This is going to be fun! Listen, I'm going to say it. He can unwrap my present anytime. He is such a hottie. Ricardo, not Pee-wee. I'm sure Pee-wee's attractive to somebody, but I'm just saying, Ricardo, hey, daddy. Anyway, if you'd like to know more about that actual special, you can check out last year's third day of Giftmas episode with Holiday Helper Peter and I, where we reviewed it as a classic or not-so-classic Christmas special. There'll be a link in the show notes. Anyway, first thing to note is that piñatas may have originated in China. Then they were brought to Italy by Marco Polo. And typically, they were figures of animals covered with colored paper and ribbons, and they were done around the New Year. Now, these figures were then hit hard with sticks, and back then, seeds spilled out, and any seeds that were left over were then burned, and the ashes were then gathered for good luck throughout the year. So they didn't have like the fun candies like we have now. Then, when the Spanish invaded South America, they realized the Aztecs had a similar tradition. They would fill a clay jar with offerings and decorate it with colorful feathers. Then they'd break the jug in celebration of the Aztec god of war, Huitzilopochtli. Yes, you're welcome for that. I I had to study on how to say that name. When the piñatas were broken, treasures would fall on the ground at the god's feet as an offering. Also, the Mayans played a game like this in which the eyes of the player were covered while hitting the clay pot, which was suspended on the string. So you can kind of see how everything is coming together into one tradition. Now, the traditional style of the piñata is a seven-coned star, which each cone uh, standing as one of the seven deadly sins. That's amazing. And I had no idea. And I think it's a brilliant idea because... 
the breaking of the pinata actually symbolizes the triumph of good over evil. And the candy and the fruit inside stands as temptation against wealth and other pleasures. Blindfolded participants represent faith, which must be followed blindly. And you are encouraged to take 33 turns blindfolded before you start hitting the pinata, because that's representative of the 30 years that Jesus lived. So there's a lot of theology involved in the actual pinata. Now, in Mexico, it is traditionally broken during the celebration of the 12 days before Christmas called Posadas. And, and that is a, Posadas is an event that reenacts the plea of Mary and Joseph before the birth of Christ. Um, we're going to cover Posadas at some point because I think it's a pretty interesting tradition. Now, pinatas can be found in all shapes and sizes today because uh, they're made of paper mache instead of clay. I know in school we once made a pinata, so maybe, maybe y'all did that. I don't know. Uh, traditionally, the, star, the star-shaped cone pinata is used during Posadas, but uh, more commonly, it's like cartoons and recognizable characters from children's movies or objects like, you know, I've seen rainbow pinatas because, hey. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, also, I think, what was it, last year and maybe the year before that and the year before that, all the way to 2016, um, Donald Trump was the uh, most popular pinata. Now, traditionally in Mexico, especially at Christmas, pinatas are filled with candy and fruits like guavas and oranges and jicamas and uh, different wrapped candies and things. However, sometimes pinatas are full of traps. And this makes me laugh because it can be filled with like flour or confetti or water. I think I just said confetti. Either way, um, <laughs> they also do have little baskets to give out to kids who don't get any candy so that um, they don't prevent so they prevent hurt feelings, which would make me sad if no kid got candy. That breaks my heart. Something else that I think is worth a mention, um, I'm a big fan of pinatas because now in Mexico, there's a whole new niche market for pinatas. It's adult pinatas, which I think is fantastic. Um, they're more sexually themed. And so they're typically in the form of like strippers, which is even better. And the pinatas are typically filled with like condoms in addition to candy. And here's something you may not know. If you don't listen to my other podcast, Gabbing with Gason, uh, this past July, we talked about one year I had a pinata at a birthday party. It was my 21st. And we filled it with uh, condoms and little packets of um, lube and gummy lifesavers because I wanted them in there. So I am super excited that that's a real thing happening elsewhere. Um, and if you want to hear that episode, just just search for Percy the Prophylactic Pinata. It'll pop up real quick, but it was in July. <laughs> anyway all right well <laughs> maybe we'll have an adult pinata when you're at the christmas party that i host i don't know we'll see it's a lot of work that's our first gift this week so come back tomorrow for another gift and continue to help us put the mess in christmas Thank you for listening to Keeping the Yuletide Gay. Don't forget, if you need more Gason in your life, to listen to my other podcast, Gabbing with Gason, on most podcast apps. And you can find more information at gabbingwithgason.com. We wish you a Merry Christmas was provided by freexmasmp3s.com. Other music and sounds used in this episode are the properties of the individual copyright holders, and they are used for purposes of commentary and review. No infringement is intended. 